Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. Stag. Man and his amazing friends. We're finally here. It's our first episode of Stegman and His Amazing Friends about King and Black, everybody. That's Welcome right. to the show, everyone. Finally. Welcome to the show. I don't even know and, what that uh, is. And, and, and no other news whatsoever. And uh, <laughs> that's all we're talking and about. There's, the there's nothing else to talk about whatsoever. <laughs> that you guys have put out so far in yep. the King and Black miniseries. And we will talk about nothing else, especially nothing happening after King and Black. Uh, well, I I don't I don't know that there is anything happening. I mean, I, I yeah, is there? I guess Johnny? I guess we'll get to it. But I I, I yeah, it's been a pretty um, um, I don't know about you, Ryan, uh, but my Twitter feed's been pretty calm and pretty chill. <laughs> Not mine, man. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, King of Black Three came out, and then <laughs> everybody told me how much they loved it. But that's it. That's all they talk about. That's, that's about it. That's yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of love. Um, not a lot of like uh, weird, confusing news that people were really confused and upset about. Uh, anything like that? So. Well, um, I thought I contributed a whole lot when I put out my tweet yesterday that said, well, "Wow, King of Black Three was really good. I can't wait for Ryan and Donnie to do Venom forever." That, which we will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The plan is to do it forever. Yep. And Donnie. <laughs> um, yep. Okay, yep, everybody. Right. It's Stegman and his amazing friends, and the whole crew, the OG crew, is finally back together. The you Venom know what Boys, baby. Oh, boy. it's, the Venom Boys are here. That includes Ryan Stegman. Hello. It's his podcast. Hi, Ryan. How's your week? Wonderful. Yes, and back in the house. Oh, shit. He's, he's here. He's wearing his dope leather jacket. You can't see it, <laughs> folks, but I promise it's dope. Uh, it's Mr. Donny Cates. Hey, Donny, we missed you. Hey, Donny. Hey, I missed all you guys, too. Thank you guys for uh-huh. all uh, being uh-huh. patient with me. Uh, I had, um, it's not a secret or anything. I don't, I don't care. Uh, my dad, my dad had uh, a really, um, uh, uh, major s- uh, spinal surgery, and I had to move home for a while to take care of him, and, uh, but the old man's doing great. The old man's doing just Wonderful. fine. Awesome. Uh, he, it was... It was a it was a rough surgery. It was a rough recovery, but uh, the old man's doing great. So 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 awesome. good news all around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wonderful. Well, hey. Uh, notably, you guys have been putting out a uh, an event uh, book. You could say it's called King in Black. It's mm-hmm. the follow up to a spectacular event you guys did last year, Absolute Carnage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're three issues mm-hmm. deep. And we have yet to really say a fucking word about it on this show. <laughs> yeah, let's just address the uh, the elephant in the room. Um, uh, just to get right to the point, um, there was an announcement that went out. Um, uh, Ryan and I did an interview for IGN. 
um, where we announced something, um, and that something is that uh, Venom Legacy number 200 um, will, in fact, be the last issue um, that not only Ryan will be involved in, but but that I will be involved in. Uh, that will be the, the conclusion of the... Of the Venom run um, that we started oh so many years ago, um, and so it was really weird. I gotta tell you, it was really um, I don't know how Ryan felt about it, but like when we got the email uh, from Marvel that they wanted to set that that um, interview up, of like, hey, you're gonna be announcing it and like saying it out loud. Um, it was weird and bittersweet because. Ryan and I have always known for like almost four years now, we've always known that it was going to end at 200. Like that was always the plan. And, but then like, ah, saying it out loud <laughs> was, was, was really weird. Um, you know, we've become so um, attached to that character and to that world and to that mythology and, um, you know, it's been so personal for both of us, and and also like on a weird like personal note, like you know, Venom is responsible for you know Stegman becoming my best friend, and like and like for like you know you know I you know I I I know his entire family. He knows mine. Our wives are friends. Like everything. Like like there's this all came from Venom, and also Venom has taken Ryan and I all over the world. Like back when the world was still a thing, you know, (laughs) back when you could actually like leave this country. Like I remember there were moments in my life over the past, you know, uh, you know, couple of years that that Venom has been going and everything that I would be in Africa or Spain or Europe or, 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 or any of these like you know, awesome locations and I would just take a moment and I'd be outside on, on like a, a veranda or a, a patio or something. I mean, looking over at this amazing view that I, I'm just a kid from Garland. Like I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not an heiress or an, or, a, or anything like that. Like, and I would be looking out over these, or I guess an heir is the proper word. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, and I would be, and, and the thing that I would always say, and it would always make Megan laugh was I would look out over like Vienna or, you know, any, any of these amazing places and I would look at it and point at it and go, Venom. Venom did this. Right. <laughs> like we are we are here in this location because of Venom, you know? And so mm-hmm. um I I don't know. I I, I I get emotional talking about it, so I'm gonna shut up and let Ryan talk about it. Ryan, what were your did did you share those same kind of like man it's like weird to like weird and nervous to like say it well so i wasn't nervous it, this felt very much similar to when i when superior spider-man was announced and and uh you know uh peter parker died in the book and i was oh, totally sure. unprepared for the um response because in my mind I know what's coming next, you know, like I've, right. mm-hmm. my, my plan, I'm already planning the next thing and I'm in my mind is there. And so when they wanted to announce that we were leaving, I thought, well, this is, you know, this will be fine. We, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like we've been on this, we'll have been on it for four years. That's a awesome run on something. And uh, then 
they announce it and people are like devastated. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see that coming at all. I, I didn't. I there were there were people online that were like, "Why so short of a run?" Right. Is, yeah. is Marvel canceling this? Is Marvel is Marvel throwing you guys off? Why? And I was just like, short run. Like I I believe by my by my count, and I could be wrong about this. I, I have written more issues of Venom than any other people other than other person alive. <laughs> like mm-hmm. how how long mm-hmm. did you need this to be? And I get it. I I really do get it. I remember being I remember uh, being in like one of my first Marvel summits and um, hearing Jason Aaron talk about the end of his Thor run and like walking mm-hmm. us through like, and, 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 and it was like years away. Right. Mm-hmm. And being in there and thinking like, like, Oh my God. Like, well, 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 first and foremost, Oh my God, what an incredible ending. But then my second thought was just like, Oh my God, like Jason's not going to write Thor anymore. Right. Like, holy shit like i don't want to live in a world where jason doesn't write thor anymore it ended up mm-hmm. weirdly enough that um, I, I the guy after him uh, uh is still trying his hardest anyway but um <laughs> but but for me ryan i guess this is like yeah you've had this you've had this moment before with superior and stuff like that this is my first like taste of that like i had it a little bit with like when I left Thanos um, and you know um, uh, doc- with Doctor Strange, but that was nothing compared yeah. to this. You know, um, I think the biggest question on people's minds, uh, and we can't talk about it really, um, is like is what you were just saying, Ryan, is that like you felt okay because you knew what was next. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that the thing on people's minds right now is like, what is it? What does this mean? Like, what Mm. does this, what does this mean? Like what's next? I've, I've had a lot of people say like, Donnie, are you leaving Marvel? And like, (laughs) no, no, of course I'm not leaving Marvel. I, I have really cool Marvel projects lined up that I can't talk about. I have, I have years of Thor planned out, uh, you know, um, uh, and as far as what's next, um, I mean, I'll say this, um, and I said it, or we said it rather in the, in the, in the IGN interview, um, that Ryan and I are not, while we're not, while we're not doing, um, while we're not doing Venom anymore, um, Ryan and I are probably gonna work together until the day that we're old men and no one cares anymore. Um, so, so the the next thing that Ryan and I have is 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 together, and it is something that Ryan and I have been thinking about and dreaming about, uh, and and you know had in the back of our heads and like planning and stuff for years now i mean mm-hmm. really years like as soon as it like became more of a of a of a partnership and a friendship than it just like two dudes working together on a book ryan and i started like thinking about like well okay dude like this is working out like th- this whole this whole thing this whole you and me thing like this is a good thing we should keep that going <laughs> and so um rest assured we can't talk about it um but yeah yeah more 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 stegman kates uh coming down the pipeline for sure well i want i wanted to say that it is weird because griffin and i knew for a little bit that you guys's end of your run was approaching 
but when we saw it like when the article came out that was a different thing like it did feel uh strange and it felt and it felt like a big deal um and it is like sad and so like seeing people upset i yeah. understand why it's such a bummer especially because like starting this podcast and stuff getting to like meet you guys getting to do everything that's come from this podcast has come from the venom run and come from all of that so keeping so uh, yeah yeah that um <clears throat> if you go back to that first episode the the tentative title for the show yeah. was Venom points. Venom points. Oh so right, yeah, that's pretty right. good that's thing right. we didn't go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll no say shit, in, the, right. in the long haul. Um, but yeah, Venom totally brought the show together. I under, I understand, like, and even like, even like our editorial team and stuff. Like, there was like a a weird kind of sadness that kind of like floated around, but it was you know because again we've always known and like for people like there's there's and I and I under I completely understand why people might think this but like people have like pointed out that like in articles and stuff uh, from like years and years ago that we've said that like we have plans for this book for issue 200 and beyond in years after that well you have to understand like we 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 have to answer questions certain ways <laughs> like yeah. we can't i mean like you know like two years ago if someone were to ask us like hey is 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 that the end of your run I mean, you kind of, it's kind of part of the game. You kind of have to lie. I mean, like, so I don't want anyone to think whatsoever that, that this was, like, any way, shape, or form a, uh, like, a Marvel decision. Like, like I, I would, I would, that would, that would kill me if anyone ever got that in their head. Because well, the truth is they, they wanted us to do more. I mean, they approached us to do more, and we thought, of, we did think about it because we were having such a good time, but we ultimately decided that we had said what we wanted to say with it and that we have you know other things that we want to do yeah 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 and yeah okay ryan i i get what you're saying because like ultimately i don't want people to think that that like this was a like marvel kicking us out or being like untoward or anything like that so like to that to that beat yes they they did absolutely make um some pretty grand overtures to for us to 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 keep going and um and we man like ryan and i thought about it and thought about it and like talked for weeks about it about like man okay well what 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 could those stories be and like what could they be and ultimately we just came down to the point where we were like man for four years we have been planning this story and it has been it's always been set in stone that this is where the story ends Mm-hmm. And it, it's always it was always going to be two hundred, and it was always going to be this. Um, uh, I can't say anything about it, but but rest assured, we're not done blowing things up and doing insane shit with the book. Um, uh, the rest of the uh, the rest of King and Black is insane, and then Venom two hundred is even more. It's pro- probably the most bananas thing that we've ever done. Um, and, uh, uh, and we, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And so with that all in mind, we started thinking like, man, we, we've been crafting that ending for so long. And like, why would we fuck up our ending? Like, why would we, why, why, like, let's, let's, let's leave people wanting more. Let's, right. you know, like, cause the chance of us, like all of a sudden coming up with something awesome, as awesome as what we've done like in you know a month you know or anything is not high and 
you know, at that at that point, like, why? Like, for instance, Metallica should have stopped after the Black Album, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, no, load and reloaded were great. No, no, the Black. <laughs> if they stopped after the Black Album, they'd be the greatest like band in the world. You know, if Guns N' Roses had just put out Appetite for Destruction and never done another goddamn thing, like, that's that's what's up, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, again, to harken back to just what I just said, please, like, I don't, I don't want this to feel like a fucking, like a funeral march, man. Like, we still have so much awesome shit to, like, lay on you. And honestly, dude... Like I'm not blowing smoke up his ass because he's right here and he's my he's my best friend. The Ryan has leveled up on these last few issues of of King and Black to a point that is frankly un fucking believable. Like I I'm he he sends the he just set the page in like not even an hour ago that I just sat and stared at to the point That's where I was awesome. almost that I was like almost late to this podcast. like there's there's stuff that like we have um we have very graciously um um you know with the success of absolute carnage and with the success of the venom run in general um we have been allowed um an unprecedented amount of like freedom uh from like marvel editorial and stuff Mm -hmm. and so the things that we're doing in king and black are really us just fucking unleashed mm-hmm. and doing and doing things that like really honestly i remember four years ago getting on the phone with ryan and and telling him about king and black and like about venom 200 and all those things and us both just like laughing and being like yeah well we'll see yeah. <laughs> like we'll, we'll see if they actually allow us to do that so mm-hmm. with that we can move on to the question phase but I wanted to just leave this segment of the show yeah. by saying none of that is possible. Literally not a single bit of that. Like, you know, you, you make a four year plan and you, you hope to God that it works out. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes people make grand plans at Marvel or DC or wherever. And it, for whatever reason, people don't bite and anything and I almost, I just, I just want to say, I can't say thank you enough to the fans that have, like, we introduced this crazy concept of Null and the God of Symbiotes and 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 all this stuff, and um, the chances of it actually working, uh, in hindsight real slim like mm-hmm. <laughs> like there was a really good chance that people could have read that and said like this is nonsense i don't know what the fuck you guys are doing and you didn't and you guys all embraced it and you guys have been just like the best fans in the world and, and like and ryan and i um we we hope that you guys will follow us um, um you better over like weird weird <laughs> paths that we go down because we couldn't have done this without you guys, and um, and and we love you. And to all the fans out there, from Ryan and me and J.P. Mayer and Frank Martin, I want you to know that we, all of us, are Venom. Oh, oh he said that's it. so cute. He said it. I said the thing. I said the thing. <laughs> 
I really hope Kevin right. Black does end with a big bang because let me tell you, issue three pretty uneventful. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah nothing really happened in three except boring. you know yeah. fucking the word punch nulls. Reading reading some of the responses to issue two because issue one was you know balls to the wall action and then yeah. issue two of course you slow it down a little bit and things yeah. were a little slower and people were like ah oh, it didn't it wasn't as exciting as the first issue and blah 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 <laughs> and I was like oh co- all right good luck buddy you know because yeah. I knew what yeah. was coming in three and Eddie Brock fucking died <laughs> what do you Brock mean it was well that is yeah that was weird that they I think that they just expected it because I did read a few things where they're like I guess he's really dead. And he's like, yes, he's, yes. Ryan, Ryan. What? Ryan. What? He is really dead. I know. (laughs) He's fucking dead as hell. He's dead. He's as dead as a, as a, as a person can be. He's so dead. And that's why we're leaving the book. We were like, we can't do this book if there's no Eddie Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Venom, why, Venom why 200. Listen, just, we're just leaving the book screen. because there's no more Venom. Yeah, I can't, he's dead. I we can't ruined write it. a fucking Venom book with no fucking Venom. Exactly. The, the dude is dead. The symbiote's been taken by the god. Like, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do? Exactly. Come on, it's nonsense. Exactly. It's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, but it, it was, it was, it, it, it always is fun to see, um, like. You like see like Devin, our editor, and like Nick Lowe, our group editor, and stuff. Uh, uh, really like hype an issue up, and and say like, oh, I just read this advanced PDF, and like, holy shit, this book, this is gonna be insane. And like, I feel like we have a pretty good history of when Ryan and I, and and in the Venom group in general, uh, or or like the Thor group, or just like any book that I'm on or anything. When I tell you, hey. This issue is going to be bananas. <laughs> I feel like I have a pretty good history of telling the truth, and like we we told all you guys, like issue three's gonna well bring the thunder, uh, and and mm. it, and it sure did. Um, and let me just tell you this: I'm also not lying when I tell you that issue <laughs> four might be even crazier not might <laughs> you know what actually actually not might it is crazy ryan did, did you get a chance to read the pdf uh not yet but i just looked through the art and i was like damn uh, that's some good ass art yeah <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no it is issue four is insane and then issue five is um issue five should maybe be illegal uh, and not suitable for any human being because it might cause like a brain aneurysm for how insane it is. Um, so again, like we're not like I don't want this to seem like a funeral march. Like we're we're not like like uh, the end of King in Black and then into Venom Two Hundred. Like it makes it makes Ryan and I's first arc like Rex. It makes it seem like. Like a, like a, I don't know, like a, um, like a soap opera. Like, <laughs> and like, it mm. makes it seem like a boring, like, like quiet little, like indie film. Um, so yeah, uh, we are, we're, we're, we're really, we are, I mean, I think, is it not the sort of creator, the creator's dream to be able to come up with your story from beginning to end and to know that's the story and you get to go out on your terms when you want, how you want, instead of right. 
getting canned too early or being right. asked to do more and extending it and it going to shit, which I feel like is so often the problem. Uh, this is kind of perfect, right? I I tend to think so. I, I I'm I I really really I so I I so rarely um, look back on on my work. Um, I, I like you know Marvel will send me like comp copies of like you know my omnibus of you know like my cosmic work uh, or like my Silver Surfer stuff or whatever, and like. Honestly, it, it kind of just like sits in a box in my garage because I don't, I don't, I don't need to look at it. Like I'm proud of it, and I I know that like I'm you know I I I'm I'm glad that people enjoyed it and stuff. But I'm kind of ever onward. I'm always like I don't really like to have a rearview mirror, but but I do, I do kind of uh, fantasize about this day when the entirety of the Venom like run not only the stuff that Ryan and I have done but like all the stuff that I've done with Ibon and Juan and everybody who's contributed to the book Josh Kassara everybody when it's all collected into one big like thing you know I will I will absolutely take that out of the box and hold that in my hands and be mm. and be incredibly mm. as, as a kid who I mean you guys are gonna get get. Uh, you guys are actually gonna fuck around and get me emotional in this. <laughs> Let's go, like, Donnie. Because <laughs> like, yeah. because as a kid, I was, I was probably ten or eleven years old when um, my so my parents both worked. My 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 mom worked a day shift. And my and my dad worked a night shift. And so there was periods of time where they couldn't take care of us, and so they dropped us at the Y at the YMCA like boys club to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And um, no, I must have been younger than that um, because it was right around when Venom started coming out. Anyway, um, and we would just sneak out like that was how awesome uh, childcare was back then. That we would just <laughs> leave and just like walk around the streets. But there was a comic book store right down the block. And it was called JT's Comics. And I walked into that shop, and it wasn't even a comic book. It was a bootleg t-shirt of mm. a Todd McFarlane drawing of Venom. And nice. and I I very, like, naively, like, went up to the guy who was running the shop, and I was like, hey, who is that, who, who is that character? Like what? It what is that? Because I was a big Spider-Man fan at the time, right? But like, I could only ever get like the Spider-Man comics like that were at like the gas station or whatever, you yeah. know. So I never yeah. had like a full run. So I would just like read shit, and I, I would never really know the continuity. So I didn't know about Venom yet, and so I saw that, and then I was just obsessed, and I read every single Venom thing I could absolutely find, and um, at my parents' house that I was just at. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> um, I was doing that IGN interview talking about um, ending the run at 200. I was doing that interview in the same room where I grew up in as a little kid. And that room is obviously not anymore, but it used to be, I actually did... I put up, I put all my Venom issues in, into, um, uh, 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 you know, um, 
sleeves, you know, mm-hmm. and then I would mm-hmm. thumbtack them on the wall and make like wallpaper. And so my entire wall was that, and then Venom posters, and I wore Venom t-shirts every day. And it dawned on me, and it's kind of dawning on me more right now, that like, that it's so fucking cool. And like Ryan knows this, I never get emotional about the shit that I write. Like I tend to just like write stuff and move on, and I don't really, I tend to not get attached. But the idea that that little kid, uh, who like did sculptures of Venom because he couldn't afford to buy the toys and the model kits and stuff, um, who did I found a drawing that I did when I was like ten years old of Venom the other day when I was cleaning out my garage. I'll put it up on Twitter. Um, the fact that like that kid bought the first Venom issue off the stands. With my fucking, like, lunch money allowance. And the fact that that kid is now writing the 200th issue of that same title. Like, that, that, that gets through the old cold stone heart. Like, that, (laughs) that, that, that kind of, that kind of, that, like, that'll, that'll stick around with me, you know. That'll be... Absolutely. That'll be. Uh, I will. I will hang my hat on that, for sure. Absolutely. Sorry. You should, sir. That's the only you time should. anyone no, no, no. will ever hear emotion from me. The, the end. Ah, uh, fuck love. off! It was good. It was so good. All right, Ryan, it's your turn to to get. Ryan doesn't honest. give a fuck. He's just like uh, <laughs> some fucking book I drew. No, the the I I think I've talked about that this on the show before, but that that is something that I always think about is the um, the my prime comic collecting was when onslaught was coming out uh from marvel the onslaught x-men event and that's the thing that's my touchstone is just always thinking like oh my god what if i someday do an event like that you know with a new character with a new villain and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and how excited i was and we we did it you know like this event is null is the character that we created and he's Mm -hmm. the the centerpiece of an event so I said this on Twitter, but I definitely hope that like the you know the the kid that's gonna do the event in twenty years is uh is on uh, you know um, is reading this and cooking up their event for when they're older. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, Ryan, yeah. we absolutely are. Ethan and I are. We are. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. That's right. You are the kids. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, let me tell you guys, either way, it's it's a goddamn achievement, uh, especially especially Null, this character that you can only imagine will resurface for years to come because of the sort of immediate sort of iconic place that he has taken in the Marvel pantheon. I think a lot of folks are have immediately taken to him in the same way that a lot of people immediately responded to Venom, and mm-hmm. hence why we still have him lying around and... Uh, so it's phenomenal work you guys have done, and 200 can't get here soon enough, in my opinion. I can't fucking wait to see what you guys have done in that issue, because I think, as you guys are teasing, it's going to be bonkers. <laughs> well, you want to do buddy. some Twitter questions? Let's do that. Okay. Give me two seconds to pull it up, because I'm a great podcast host. <laughs> guys, there are a lot of questions here so i apologize um, we're gonna get to a bunch of them uh but well, we're not gonna we, be able to get to all of them so we apologize well, in advance half of you them can always are what are we doing next so <laughs> it's true that's true 
So if you do have any more questions, of course, you can email us at stegmanandfriends at gmail.com. We'll do a mailbag episode sometime in the near future. Probably just post King in Black. You can send all that sort of stuff there. And uh, then we can get in touch with you a bit more if you'd like. But until then, uh, let's get started, shall we? Shall we? Okay, this is from a at Superior Spidey in 98. Will you and I's next book pick up with the maker who we last saw end up back in what we believe is the ultimate Marvel universe? Donnie, there's a lot of stuff hanging around there. The maker, the ultimate universe, maybe. What is that? Sure. What's going on there? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll handle that one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, don't, I don't tend to do things on accident. Um, if, mm-hmm. I, if I have planted a seed somewhere, um, expect it to pay off... Um, Perhaps somewhere else. Um, um, the the Venom series has not been um, in the same way that I'll say like this: in the same way that like Silver Surfer Black was absolutely a story about the Silver Surfer. Um, it also planted seeds for further for things that would pay off down down the line in other series. Um, mm-hmm. So. So in the same way, um, I obviously have not forgotten that we have left the maker uh, in his in his home world, um, and um, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, stay tuned, uh, Excelsior! All that shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Pictures of Spider Man. Question for the End of Venom Run podcast. Who is your favorite character that you created during your guys' run that isn't Null? Oh, I was oh. gonna say Null, the yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, um, Dylan. I mean, not uh, Dylan's the obvious answer for me. Um, yeah, giving giving Eddie grounding Eddie in a way that that made him, um, you know, Eddie was a character that never had really anything to. I don't want to say fight for because that's not. I don't want to invalidate other people's runs and the character or anything like that. But I feel like get, making Eddie um, beholden to some to someone um, what made was very wonderful for me to write um, it, 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 because it it, it it was no longer just about um, this vague notion of wanting to protect the innocents and, and all those things. Um, it gave him because there because there's always been a story of Eddie wanting to be a better man and failing. Um, now we really had a concrete, like solid, um, you know, tangible reason for him wanting that. You know, like he mm-hmm. wanted to do that for his son. You know, um, and much in the way that that um, I, I kind of when when I was writing the Dylan thing out, I thought about the idea of. You know, Eddie Brock's the only person, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Eddie Brock's the only person who who has gotten a symbiote and has been totally okay with it. Like everyone else who has ever gotten a symbiote has been real fucking freaked out by it, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I wanted to kind of mirror that with as soon as Eddie found out that he had a son, he did the exact same thing. Right. He he said, "This is mine now." I will protect you now. Like, he just, he, that is, Eddie's ultimate superpower is that he, he rolls with the changes, and he, that's why he's the comeback king. Like, he, 
you know, he never stops and he never lets anything get in his way and everything. And, and he accepts responsibility, even though he doesn't have power sometimes mm-hmm. over the things that happen to him. And so putting Dylan in his way, Dylan was dropped on him in the exact same way that the symbiote was dropped on him. And he dealt with it the exact same way. But this time, this time in a positive way. You know, he 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 used this new addition in his life to 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 push himself forward and push himself harder than he ever has to stop being this bad guy that everyone has always kind of think or, or has everyone has always kind of thought of him as, you know, right. um, absolutely because he doesn't want to pass that shit down to his kid. And so that that's always been really important to me. So I've always I've always really like that. He is also, Dylan is also named after my nephew, uh, Dylan Cates. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, so uh, that is uh, that is his legacy. Very cool. Friend, um, of the, friend of the show, Scoot Starnes, said, want to th- say thank you to you guys for the constant inspiration while on Venom. Pushes me to keep working towards my goal. Uh, and his question was, if you guys know who the next Venom team will be, which obviously you can't say much about, and if you're pretty excited for Venom's future after you guys are done. Yes. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, we do know who the next team is. And we will um, not tell you. And we will, <laughs> we will not tell you. But I can say that when I got the phone call telling me who it was, um, I was... Uh, blown away and uh, I had a feeling that I've, I haven't felt in so long that I was like damn I cannot wait to read a Venom comic because yeah. I've been like writing them for so long and I've like known what's going to happen and, 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 and Devin our editor was like well, do you want to do you want to get on the phone with them and talk to them and hear what their, what, what their plan is and stuff and I was like nope not at all. <laughs> I want to read Venom for the first time, and like I want to read. I want to. I want to. I want to go into a comic book store and read it. You know. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dave Norris, a good fan of the show, um, says first of all, thank you again for this amazing journey. I hope you guys are still enjoying the trophies because uh, he sent mm-hmm. you guys those dope trophies. No, yes. And is it, mine sitting in that, front of me, like 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 yeah, two feet right in front of me on my shelf? Fuck yeah. Uh, he also knows that Chip still can't have one. Um, what arc, what arc of the story was the toughest for each of you, Donnie? Which one? Which arc did you have to dig deep, dig real deep, Ryan? Which one did you have to battle the carpal tunnel on the most? <laughs> That's current. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with this one. I am, I'm having back yeah. pain. I have a, sh- I have shoulder pain. Yeah. Uh, this one's tough, but um. As far as like my favorite, or well, it wasn't my favorite. It was the most difficult. There, I had a hard mm-hmm. time with the um, issue where we reveal that Eddie hit that kid when he was younger. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, I even that I was even a, called Donnie at one point. And I was like, "Can we? I don't know if we should do this." Mm-hmm. I know. And yeah, then he turned I, out to I, be that right. Was, that was, of course, but that was really doing Eddie's backstory. Because I really did want to. I did want to reveal just why, like. Eddie's always had this thing that where he said, like, I want to protect the innocent. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, well, Peter has that moment that taught him that. But where does this come from from Eddie? And knowing that Dylan Brock was going to come into the story, 
and knowing that that was going to be his kid and everything, um, I developed this storyline of Eddie drunkenly killed a kid when he was, a, you know, when he was a, a teenager. And ugh, yeah, that was that was hard to write. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the reason that he wanted to protect the innocent is because he he felt like he he should have been punished for that, but he never was. And he wanted to protect the innocent from people like him. And that's why he's never allowed himself to think of himself as a good guy. Um, the hardest for me to draw, or for me to draw, the yeah, well, the hardest all for me of to them. draw has been all the covers that I've, the two covers that I've drawn <laughs> that or, that are really bad. But I actually, you know what? I actually think my King of Black one's pretty cool. cool. I think it's, I don't, I don't know think if it's, it's good, like... but it's cool. Um, the hardest one for me to write, uh, for very personal reasons, uh, was uh, the Abyss, the second arc. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was really painful for me to write. Um, uh, fuck it, since we're just talking about this stuff, I don't give a shit. Uh, I was going mm-hmm. through a divorce at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, it just so happened that the thing that I had in front of me was a storyline about um, about Eddie having been separated from uh, his partner, mm-hmm. and you know, and so. If you look at those first, like I don't know, what is it, Ryan? Like that, those like f- that first five. four page, like yeah, four monologue. or five pages. Um, yeah, that monologue, dude. I'll just be straight up with you. Uh, that was just me. <laughs> that was just me fucking going off to the point where that is the only issue that I've ever written for Marvel, ever, where my editor called me and said, "Hey, are you okay?" <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm doing the best I can. I'm, 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 I'm getting it on, I'm getting it on the page, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody wants to read that, it's issue nine, uh, the monologue in issue nine. Um, if you wanna, I shouldn't be saying these things. I'm, I, I give too much fucking access to to people. I shouldn't be saying <laughs> any of this. No, um, but people love you for it. But but I am a very happily married man now. Everyone knows my beautiful wife Megan. Um, uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, that was really rough. And then um, uh, oh, you know it was really hard to write in the first arc Rex, the issue that we did Null's origin, where I had to weave and dodge through continuity and like take pieces that were already established and make them fit and make them like you know like put all those pieces together and stuff that required an an enormous amount of research and help from marvel um and um uh, not to spoil anything but i just had to do something very similar <laughs> you mentioned you mentioning like your divorce and stuff is like man four years is a long time a lot, a lot of stuff happens yeah. in four years <laughs> yeah i know yeah yeah that's yeah. crazy yes, sir. it's been a long time a there's twitter been a lot of things that have happened charles soul a twitter user named at charles soul says does king and black have anything to do with spider-man's black clothes from that other story <laughs> <laughs> fucking charles uh First he steals the podcast, now he steals the show. (laughs) And he's a number one New York Times best-selling author. Well done, buddy. (laughs) Um, K. 
King RR here says, "Hey Donnie and Ryan, how are you doing?" Uh, good. Okay, good. Do doing great. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan of your work, especially Absolute Carnage. My question for both of you is, what is your favorite step in the comic making process, and why? Mm. Not necessarily Venom related, but you could maybe tie it back in. I'm sure. Uh, for me, it's it's probably layouts. Uh. That's when I have the most mojo during the day. I do a layout every morning, and then I start penciling it. I like the the penciling of it, but I I don't love the finishing of the pencils. I would I would prefer like John Buscemi used to do breakdowns. That to me is where my job. Is, that's the sweet spot. The, there's no tedious. Like I'm so meticulous with my pencils that um, sometimes it. Uh, it gets almost laborious to finish stuff, but when I, when I just do the drawing, I'm I'm happy as a clam. Mm. Um, my uh, honestly, this is gonna sound weird and shitty, but like um, my favorite part is when uh, it's done and I turn it in. Uh, <laughs> so much of my um so much of my life and like my anxiety and like my you know stress is tied to my work and like they're they're at this point i'm writing like 10 titles a month and so there really literally is no separation between life and work and so the only way that i can be like calm and like be a human being and chill out and like watch a episode of a TV show is if a script is sent out <laughs> is if a script is sent out and an artist is is has pages and like everything is okay like I am in a constant bad mood if if I'm behind or, I, or if I'm not even behind but if I know that like someone's waiting or anything and like I just I know you know, the only way out is through. And like the the only the only way that I will, the only way that I my my heart rate will go down and my stress will go down and I won't feel like the world is on fire, is if I can hit send on a Gmail and hit and hit you know an editor's inbox and they have it. You know, and that is not necessarily the healthiest way to live <laughs> one's life, but it is how I have been living mine for, oh, let's see, 10 years. So uh, I don't really know in another way. I need a hobby is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I can tell you one of my favorite hobbies to do in my free time, and that's podcasting, Donnie. Yeah. Uh, oh, I yeah, do sure. love yeah, to do yeah, a nice yeah, yeah, podcast, yeah. and uh, if you'd mm -hmm. like to, if you'd like Ethan and I could make a podcast for you for free. We could do a free podcast for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's our <laughs> I know card. You guys are really good at it. You guys are super good at it. Super good. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! We already we're already doing one for Ethan. Uh, that's Sorry, that's super that that's everybody. super embarrassing. <laughs> we just yeah we just can't help ourselves. We just well, speaking of podcasts, we're almost at an hour on this. So, uh, we, yeah. we got some like super good questions or what? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, sure. Listen, man, I'm scrolling through. There's a shit ton. I actually listen. A, I know, lot, I of, a, lot. a lot of very specific continuity, very specific like. Oh, I know. I look sort of questions. Look, I I listen. If you've if you've, I'll just address this. If you have sent a question uh, to us regarding continuity or not continuity timeline questions 
vis-a-vis Null and his origins and planets and things like that? The answer is, you're right. You did it. <laughs> you, you, uh-huh. that, the, that, answer, that answer that you came up with in your head, correct. Uh, I will send you a no prize nice. in the mail. Um, regarding Thor's, as I know there's a lot of questions about this, if you're reading Thor right now, mm-hmm. he is trapped in a different realm. And, and then if you're reading King in Black, he is, um, well, you know, hanging out and fucking beating ass out there, right? <laughs> um, the answer to that question um, of why those timelines don't seem like they sync up uh, is two parts. Uh, not everything in Marvel takes place in the same timeline, and, and that's okay. Um, when I was growing up, if I was reading two different comics and Spider-Man was on, you know, he was in, he was like swinging around Broadway, you know, in one comic and then he was on a different planet. I always just thought in my head, I was like, oh, those are different weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, the other answer that is the actual real answer is COVID fucked up a lot of shit. Mm. (laughs) Uh, you guys remember that whole summer where we weren't putting out comics Mm. and everything got delayed and everything yeah well there's your answer there's your answer yeah i I have a question because we we got a lot of questions about uh and we always do whenever we we call out for questions about you know what was this thing planned the whole time did you guys plan for this reveal the whole time or this character the whole time Mm -hmm. um we've gotten that you know since our first episode so I, i wanted to ask you guys was there something that wasn't in your big master plan originally that kind of came out of the process of these last few years that is that that you know became a sticking thing in the series that you were really happy to come out of the process and was kind of a surprise to you guys ryan and i both know the answer to that question and it is something we can absolutely not talk about because it hasn't mm. happened yet not yet not yet yeah that thing mm-hmm. that that whole yeah. thing that was not part of the plan, but then it 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 be, it very clearly revealed itself as being obviously part of the plan. People, how, how late in the game? Oh, like probably pre absolute carnage. Wow. Okay. 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 Yeah. Can't wait to get to this reveal. We, yeah, 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 yeah. When at, look, we'll do a big, we'll we'll be we'll do a big like um, I don't know what you want to call it, like a di- a dissection. Or a debriefing of, of our entire run once Venom 200 comes out, and I'll and um, re, uh, people on Twitter remind us. We'll tell you what that thing was. Yeah, sounds good. I got I got two things I think we can we can use to wrap up here. Um, one is from Carnage 172. Uh, Carnage? How did you come up with the name Null? Also, don't Google search gifts. For null, I don't know what comes up. Love you guys, loving King in Black so much. Where does the name Null come from for this now iconic Marvel villain? I don't know. I, I, mm-hmm. I, um. Here's the answer. Marvel doesn't want me to tell you. Um, I thought mm-hmm. it was a. I thought it was a cool name. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to. I didn't want to spell it. Just like you know how it's normally spelled in U L L, right? Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. I put a K on it because I thought it sounded cool and everything. And then just to make sure mm-hmm. that no one else, just to make sure that no one else had ever like taken that name or there or that like you know 
that um, we were free and free and clear to like you know name that character that I Google searched it and uh, the first thing that pops up is uh, what it means in Swedish mm-hmm. uh, or or Norwegian and I was like yeah yeah that's that that's that character's name for sure. <laughs> And what does it we mean? We can cut it out, but because that person just said, "Don't search null gifts," on I just did, and it's all. Yeah. Fun, so. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It means it means it, it means. Um, it's the F word. It's the word. It's the F word, but not in the oh. like, like, like F U version. Mm-hmm. It's in mm-hmm. the like porn version of it. Oh, okay, okay. So very, very spicy character. No. And so <laughs> then the character. And since the, then the character came out, and the issue came mm-hmm. out, and uh, Twitter exploded, informing uh, uh, Marvel uh, what what had happened, and um, <laughs> and I got I got a call from Marvel saying, um, "Oh my God, did you know this?" And I was like, <gasps> "Aghast!" I was like, "What? No. It means it means what?" <laughs> and so um, I had to pretend for a long time, and then after the character became like really success successful and everything, I finally like came clean with like everybody in editorial, and I was like, "You guys, of course I knew." Like, but also I didn't do it. I didn't do it because it means that I did it because I really I thought the name was really cool. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of an added bonus that's kind of, like, cool, and it's going to get us a lot of attention. You know? And Null I mean, is, is very did. sexy. He's a very sexy character. And he's very and he, sexy, so it really only makes sense. It only me. makes sense, I think, yeah. I uh, I think the last question here is pretty good. It's from Bob okay. Goddamn Frick, at Stegman Show. They're wondering, the why is question. everyone on this show so damn handsome? Loving King and Black. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of hard handsome. work goes into that, honestly. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they even know that. Well, I guess you guys do live streams. I am live stream retired. Mm. You've been, You've been on, on the, the live stream plenty of times. And people, people yeah. know this is yeah. the handsomest podcast panel out there. Well, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. true. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, at, at one one hundred percent. I mean, Stegman and I are the handsomest duo in. In comics, history, which comics, like, history, without a doubt, well, without a which doubt. is like being the richest guy on the Titanic. It doesn't count for a whole lot. Like it's, it's like being in an Alabama ten. It's just like, eh, you know, like you're in the comic book industry. Like, yeah, like, like if I was working at, like, I've, <laughs> like, listen, listen. If I was working at 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 like a at like a uh, like a Subway sandwich shop. I would 100% be the hottest guy you've ever seen working at a Subway sandwich shop. That's right. In yeah, comics, I can confirm. I'm I'm like a seven, but like anywhere else in the world <laughs> where there's handsome men, like <laughs> I am nowhere fucking near. Like anywhere near. I'm a schlubby, pale, fucking bearded dude. I'm just like an average-looking white guy. But in comics. Yeah, Ryan and I, sexy as fuck. Absolutely. And then when sexy you're on the podcast, fuck. Griff and I kind of add some points. Yeah, you add, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Yeah, you guys add some negative points. But you always gotta have a, you always gotta have a, 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 a Ross and Chandler to your Joey. 
You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, yeah. You always gotta have right. like the guys who are just like, oh, that guy is sexy because he's funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, that guy's kind of like quirky and stuff. But then like there's like Joey who's just like, oh, he's like model hot. You know? Right. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. in that way, like, yeah, definitely. All right. So you're saying. Ethan's Ross and I get to be Chandler because Ross no, is a fucking No, I'm Chandler. He's no, I think nah, comic book you, Ross man. is 100% Chip Sadarsky. Like, he's, <laughs> like, you know, he... Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. my favorite thing that anyone ever said. There was a picture that went around with with of me and Chip posing like models in sweatshirts <laughs> with, with, with spiders on them. And someone said... <laughs> and so someone said, "This looks like uh, this looks like Donnie and Donnie who time traveled <laughs> to hang out with him or something like that." Uh, I like that. Right. I like that. Uh, I well, stand by. I stand by. I'll, you know what? Let's go on this. I stand by my assertion that Chip Zdarsky is the Pepsi of human beings. It's probably yeah. the meanest, yeah, the meanest know. thing I've ever said about anyone. That's the only. Okay, I'm just in a gig, I'm just in a fun mood now. That's the only thing I've ever said about Chip that he actually texted me and was just like, "Ouch, dude, Jesus." <laughs> I was like, "Fucking got him, dude." Speaking of Mr. Zadarsky, a little Venom-related news: Chip's gonna write a, a mini-series I about. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Speaking of the Pepsi <laughs> of fucking okay. Venom products, um, yeah, we announced that we're leaving Venom, and then he came out with his fucking. He announced his uh, RC Cola Venom story that he's doing. I don't even know about this. What God are we talking damn. about here? What? Chip's doing, <laughs> Chip, Chip's doing a book where it's like a what if book about like what if instead of Eddie Brock becoming Venom, Peter becomes Venom and like what if, goes what down What if that Pete rides path. it out and becomes Venom? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. And, let's, and they let's... announced it the they announced it the day after we we announced that we were leaving. I was just like, <laughs> I have wow. a challenge to our listeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you guys, and I don't know how you're going to do it, but if you guys are true ride-or-die Stegman Show fans, mm-hmm. we right. need to make this Chip Zdarsky book sell negative copies. Yeah. <laughs> negative copies. Absolutely. Steal them all. I think that's so strong. And if it doesn't... You've got you to print, you print your own copies and ask to return yeah. them to the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. then pay the store to take them. You literally yeah, have yeah, to yeah, go yeah. into the store and destroy the copies. Yeah. No, because then they'll actually already been bought by the stores. God, how do we do this? We're, we got to cut it off at the head. Well, a change.org <laughs> petitions because those have always worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they um, do every time to every stop time. this thing. Um, I, I no, made but a I am, um, I, am I, I, I am very supportive of that book, and I think it's going to be awesome. And also, oh, yeah, um, so uh, I will leave the fans on here. Uh, with a little bit of a, a little bit of a tease, uh, because we have been we, we have been talking all 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 podcast about a thing that we're taking away from you. So let me tease um, that uh, Chip Sadarsky and I uh, are working on a thing together, uh, not mm. not at Marvel. Uh, so oh. I know what it is. Stay tuned for that. What a what a traitor you are, Donnie. I yeah, I agree. I, I agree. That's disgusting. I know, it's disgusting. Once yeah. it starts coming out, 
we're not gonna we're not gonna be happy to have you on the podcast, but we'll still have you on because <laughs> well, you bring actually, in the, you bring I don't in know the if numbers it's pretty well. Anymore because Chip never told me about his stupid little Venom story that that he's doing, and That's so true. I feel That's super true. betrayed uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, by that. And but uh, just don't anything don't... that Chip does. That's what we're gonna do after Venom. Is anything that Chip announces, we're gonna do a what if version of it. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was good? What if what if yeah, this like, chip if, book was good? What if like what if Daredevil was good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if we did that? Yeah, yeah. I'd like it. I'd I'm, it. I'm 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 kidding. I'm kidding. His Daredevil <laughs> run is fucking phenomenal. He's you know what, the, the most irritating thing about Chip is he's legitimately hard to make fun of as a creator because <laughs> yes. he fucking is phenomenal. Yes. It's it's like so all I have is his personality, which is. Which is good because there's a lot to make fun of there. Well, so you go fine. with looks yeah. and odor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Odor. I'm not around him enough to, no. to get it, that. It's, it's bad. Really his character. His character, his character is just is not. His character is really rough. slimy. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm still. I'm still. I still have a wound um, mm-hmm. and like a jealous. A, a jealousy actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that like. He took over our podcast for an episode. And it was by far the best produced version of our podcast in the like that's ever been. It's like well, I gotta it's say, like if he put it, in, it's like if you know, like I'm I'm like a, it's like if like I'm a Garland kid from Garland, right? It's like if I married a girl who exclusively dated NFL linebackers, and I had to just deal with that. Like but he he only had to do one episode. We've done sixty of these motherfuckers. He had to do and, one. And I, one. No, and here's I'm what happened. You, he put in more effort in that one episode than I've put in in the entire run of the show. That's right. And for for I, me, exactly. I'd say that's really embarrassing, honestly. That's the what I'm the sheer it's amount really that he wanted it to be good. It's kind of like, that is kind of sad. It's, it's kind really of like sad. looking back one on episode. it. One episode. There's like a there's like a there's like a part of me that's just just like could could we be trying harder? And then and then I think about yes. it and I think no, just <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> Because people listen to the podcast anyway. Yeah. Very hard at all. You know how much, how much, like, if I, I I think I would just stop doing it. That's the thing. If I start putting effort in, you guys should be worried that the days are numbered on the podcast. Because then I'm I'm not going to want to do it anymore. To get back to my, (laughs) to get back to my analogy, if, if my if I married a girl who had exclusively been with NFL linebackers and I'm like a schlubby white guy. Well, at the end of the day, I just I just have to kind of look at her and go like, "Well, you fucked up. This is what you got." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's this is this is the schlubby white guy that you married podcast. <laughs> right. Amen, amen. Yeah. That's right. And you guys can't early see on in the all look the same. We're all schlubby white guys in black shirts. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Dark green. Dark that's green. Right. Um. um yeah, Anything a couple else? months into the podcast, you guys asked us, you said, you said, okay, with the amount of work we're putting in, crunch the numbers, how are the numbers? And we told you the numbers, and you said, yeah, that's good enough. We'll just That'll leave it fine. there. Yeah, that's okay. fine. That's fine. About it. That's hey, fine. well, I think that's that was a, a really enlightening episode for some folks mm-hmm. who may be uh, upset about you guys leaving. I showed Roman, emotion. Of course. Don't, come on, guys. What the more could you ask time, for? I think ever on on a on a microphone. I, I, I think so. I think so. I hope it came through for you guys. And of course, we'll be chatting more about King and Black, the final two issues of King and Black, and 
Uh, of course, the the tail end of your guys' Venom run, when it actually happens, of course, when we get to April is, and 200 is out, away. we'll months have... Away. We got so much more fun so much to more. do before we even get there, guys. So right. stay tuned. You know where to keep your eyes here uh, on the podcast, Stegman and his amazing friends, and also Donnie's podcast that he does with the aforementioned Megan Hutchison, his That's wonderful right. wife, Devil's Advocates Book Club. Uh, and of course, the flagship podcast of this show, no. the Amazing Friends Network. It's Supple Boys, mine and Ethan's mm-hmm. podcast, where mm-hmm. we get to talk about all Can the things that these guys don't let us talk about on the show. That's, that's, pretty that's good. not true. It's it's not the flagship of anything. It's the Chip Sadarsky of podcasts. Well, but, it's if, the but if you look sinking at, if you look ship Apple, of this network, if you look at the iTunes reviews. People are saying <laughs> this show is an hour long. Uh, Ryan. What? Your your podcast. Anything you want to say to the folks before we leave it off for them? Uh, thanks for everything. Uh, mm-hmm. now that Donnie and I are done with with comics, um, I can't <laughs> wait for for you to see our movie that we're gonna be making. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. The next thing we're it doing has to is do actually with the power aforementioned pack. NFL linebackers. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, Thank it's you. called Null. Thank you. Oh, sick. <laughs> it's, it's filmed exclusively in Norway. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You heard it here first. Exclusive. IGN, do the write-up. IGN, use the right link for the website, SheridanandSmith.com, please. That's right. Old link. You're going to get it expired. It's going to be expired soon, IGN. Come on. I'm sorry, IGN. Please keep writing articles about this shit. That'd be so sick. <laughs> I legitimately can't tell if Ryan's screen is frozen or if he's just gone to a vegetative <laughs> state. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm looking up to see if we have new reviews because I was going to read one. Uh, what are you doing? No, I need to go. Stop Donnie, it. Donnie, right. Donnie's got to go. Donnie, anything to leave it off with the phone? No, let me um, read one review. Okay, okay, okay. From Thomas Powell Griff- Griffith. He left this in November. Uh, five stars. Sufficiently horny. <laughs> Hugs and kisses from me to all two supple boys and to Dustin Hoffman, the rain stegman stegman himself. Well, I don't even. I, that was a that that was that was a lot. A collection of words. I liked it, and I think I it's a great it. way to go out. Um, nice. From me to everyone out there, uh, I love you guys. Um, this is just an announcement of the end of our run, but there is more run to come. So of, we look forward to oh, coming wait, back and 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 talking more and and doing um, uh, talking to you more. As, wait, hold on. As, as this thing comes, I was I was on a fucking hold. No, I listen. Uh, we need to talk about how WandaVision. We're going to talk about that for a half hour. Let's go. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I have to go. Look, you guys can talk about it. I got to go. We'll get there. We'll get there. What was oh, your wait, favorite part? Did we, did we not talk about WandaVision on the what last episode? What is happening right now? I have to go. Um. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk about that. But let's Ryan, talk about the entire Terminator to draw in the uh, movie series. <laughs> Well, Donnie, if you need to go, we can have a third act with Ryan where we no, talk about WandaVision. No, absolutely not. Go <laughs> yeah, that's too. what I we thought. That's go. what I thought. All right, gang. Thank you so much, everybody. I was everybody. like, on a, oh, fucking hold on. I was on a whole thing where I was going to like thank, thank the fans again and say I love oh. you to the fans and stuff and be like, you know, sweet and stuff. But fucking, I guess, uh, I guess Marvel TV trumps... Uh, you know yeah. what I like? Oh, no, I like that. I like that scene in Wandavision where uh, oh the guy God. starts choking, 
and it gets all like yeah, horror movie and, and, and Wanda's mm-hmm. like Vision save him and yeah. he like Ooh. reaches into it yeah that shit's tight yeah. cool. I, have a, I do have a lot of theories about it though I think I've I think I've figured it out I, I really knew I could do this like, I knew I could do this that I, I would get I, you going no but I'm not doing it right now <laughs> no, this is next week episode. next week Next, right, next Thursday, week. we will. Right, we, right, we will we're gonna do a whole Wandavision conspiracy theory episode. All right, sounds good. I and like thanks to the idea. fans or whatever. And thanks to the fans, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's make that our epitaph. Let's make that at the back of Venom two hundred. Those are just <laughs> our words that we write. Thanks or whatever. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. Genuinely, though, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. You can know we're all the usual places at Stegman Show. Ryan's at Ryan Stegman. Donnie's at Don Cates. I'm at Griff Sheridan. Ethan's at Tales to Astonish. These are all Twitter handles that you should follow if you care about um, content, good content in particular. Um, Insane amount of followers. I don't need any more. (laughs) All right. Then everybody that was planning on on following Donnie, redirect those to me and Ethan. We could use it. (laughs) Sure. Um, Absolutely. There we go. He supports it. SheridanSmith.com for sick merch and all the podcasts and also our Patreon for the uh, Supple Boys here because um, I sometimes like eating out and sometimes the Patreon money helps me have enough money to buy a burrito and that's pretty good sometimes. So, you know, it's nice. I like that. I like having a burrito. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. Hey, real quick. One one last question. Who here has a bidet? Okay. Me, what? I mean, I have a bidet. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, right? I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a caveman, so of course I have a bidet. All right, next yeah, week, Wandavision and bidets. Next week, bidet talk. Yep, bidet talk. Okay, all right, classic all right. Classic bidet boys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. 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 Can I, can I, can I, can I leave? Yes. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.